Welcome to a very spooky episode of Working Girl Talk. Today we're diving into some of your workplace horror stories. This is compiled from your submissions, some deep diving into Reddit, and maybe I'll even share a personal story or two. Welcome to Working Girl Talk Halloween. Welcome back to Working Girl Talk. I absolutely love Halloween, so I'm so excited for this episode. I think it's one of those things that once you get older, not so much the trick-or-treating age, and not in college. It's just like, it's not as festive anymore. So this is to jazz up your Halloween on this Thursday. Maybe listen to it on your on your morning commute or on your lunch break and just any time today to kind of spice up your Thursday. Before we start, just a reminder that Arizona Foothills voting is still going on for best podcast. If you haven't voted yet, please do so. You can vote every day, even twice a day. Um, Click the link on my Instagram bio or on the Working Girl Talk Instagram bio. Cast your votes there. It takes 20 seconds, super easy. And it just means that Working Girl Talk can spread to even more working girls and guys. So please cast your votes. I I super appreciate it. So that being said, spooky stuff doesn't just happen on Halloween. As a working woman, I know you see some crazy stuff. So we're diving into the weird, the awkward, the unexplainable, the embarrassing. Here we go. And just a quick reminder, some clips have, some stories have been altered slightly just to be told in an audio version. These are gathered from submissions and from Reddit threads, which are publicly available. So here we go. First one is from a Reddit thread I found that was pretty hilarious from a username called This Is My Jam. I had an interview at 2 p.m. downtown and I left very early at 11.45 a.m. because the public transportation system in the middle of the day is quite unreliable. What should have taken 25 minutes turned into a two-hour saga of trying to make it to the interview on time. Both buses were 35 plus minutes late, and by this time, I'm panicking. I had worn shorts and brought my interview skirt in my backpack, was meeting up with friends after. Finally, the second bus pulls up and I have about 15 minutes to ride the bus to my stop, get out, and run to the building. There was no other option. I had to change on the bus, which was crowded because it was so far behind schedule. I slide my skirt up over my shorts, shimmy the shorts down, maneuver into a crouched standing position to fasten my zipper on my skirt and switch into heels. Everyone on the bus can see this happening. I'm very flustered, but at least I've managed to change into my professional clothes. One lady in particular is staring at me with crazy judgment in her eyes. So I snap at her, what? And hurry off the doors and run to the interview. I've made it in time and I'm relieved to learn that the hiring manager is running late too due to the buses. I I instantly relax until she walks in. Yep, guess who? Oh man, that is so hard. So, I mean, she did what she had to do and hopefully she didn't say if she got the job. I really hope she did because one, like that shows the dedication. I feel like she had to change in the middle of the bus and do all this crazy shimmying out of clothes. And I think that she at least deserved a fair chance because that shows how dedicated she was. So I just feel like, I feel like she made the right decision. Like do what you have to do to get to the interview on time and get there. So I thought that was super funny and totally something that would and 
may will happen to any of us. <laughs> so next story, here's a submission from an anonymous submission. We'll call it from initial G. A few Halloweens ago, I, when I worked at a high school in IT, I was sitting at my desk right outside the computer labs when one of the teachers who was using a lab emailed me and started a convo. This teacher would constantly flirt with me through email, even though he knew I had a boyfriend. I'll never forget what happened on that specific day though. It was wild. In that email, he asked me if I had any plans for Halloween and if I was dressing up, which I thought was a little much TBH. <laughs> then he also asked me out even more sketch. And I told him my boyfriend probably wouldn't like that. After that, he took a while to reply. So I got curious to see what his reaction would be. Conveniently, we had monitoring software installed on all student computers in the labs, which was something everyone was aware of. This specific teacher was especially fascinated with the software for some reason. He would always ask questions about it, which is why it was shocking when I realized he was using a student computer in the lab, meaning I could see, AKA spy on his activity. When I realized I got super nervous because I was right outside the lab so he could come out anytime, but my curiosity got the best of me. I clicked on his computer and was shocked to see that he was having the exact same convo with a teacher from another school in the district. The convo went from, what are you wearing for Halloween, to something about his twin brother, whom I had no idea of. Apparently she had a romantic situation with this guy's twin, but I guess made, but I guess it made this a love triangle situation with this guy. I almost fell off my chair and clicked out of his screen. This was getting too spicy for me. Surely too spicy for a work email at a school. <laughs> I don't even know what you would do in that situation. Like the curiosity probably would get the better of me too. And it's super funny that he was on a student computer too, because obviously anyone could see that. And it was through the school emails. Like I feel like anyone can see that so funny crazy okay next story this one's a little bit shorter and going into more of the job interview front again so from a reddit thread from a user called fragnet if i'm saying that correctly so not mine but a friend's he takes part of the day off to sneak into a job interview while in the waiting area for the interview his boss walks in because he is interviewing for the same job awkward hello boss ends up getting the job <laughs> dang isn't that like a worst nightmare i can't even imagine i guess in, I, I mean i guess in that situation he probably did the right thing like oh hey and <laughs> just keep going on business as usual at least the boss was interviewing for the same job too i feel like where it would get more awkward is if like the boss ended up being on the hiring committee or something like that because at least you guys are kind of in the same boat so he can't really say anything because he's interviewing for a job too. <laughs> Next one from a Reddit user called Meg Aced You. And this is a case of a missing lunch, which is what I was looking for. So it's kind of funny. The story goes, there was this lady at my first job out of college who would sneak away into the lunchroom, which was in the basement of the building and steal lunches. She'd go through all of them, taking bites or eating it all. If she took a bite of something she didn't like, she'd throw it in the garbage. Staff would come downstairs to find their lunches devoured or in the trash with one bite taken out of it. This all came to a head one day when some guy was up in arms after his meatloaf sandwich fell victim to the lunch thief. He ended up catching her. She was fired and everyone's cars 
<laughs> oh man, I have I have no insight on that. Like I can't. That's that's so funny though. Oh man, the things you see at work. Next story from a Reddit thread, a Reddit user name called Cosmic Waffle Five. Wow. <laughs> Here it goes. I had an interview for a job as an electrical engineer and specifically dealing with power systems. The interviewer asked if I would draw a transformer on the whiteboard that was in the room and explain how it worked. Okay, I said, a transformer. Do you want Optimus Prime or Megatron? The interviewer was old and obviously had no clue what I was talking about, so I proceeded to say my sorries and never minds and drew a transformer with a beet red face. I am sure that I looked pretty stupid and never ended up getting the job. <laughs> oh man, failed attempt at humor, especially in an interview, is hard to come back from, but I feel like that just goes to show, like, you can be yourself in an interview and if you you didn't get it for that I feel like maybe it wasn't meant to be like not to be all serious now but you should be yourself in an interview because if you're pretending to be something you're not then the job's not for you so I think it's great that this person made that joke and it's way funny so hopefully they ended up getting a job in another way later here's another submission from an anonymous person I'll go with from initial c So I'm standing in a circle with my pregnant boss and a few other employees. My boss already had one baby and was pregnant with her second, only a few weeks out from delivery. She was telling us how she hardly gets any sleep because her baby is hungry throughout the night. Then, dot, 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 this kid, a male student who has no boundaries and oddly enough wants to be a gynecologist, said, I know what you should do. Keep the baby in your bed. And then when she starts crying, you can just roll over and plop it in. Yikes. He literally gave his boss advice to roll over and plop a breast in a baby's mouth as if that's even how breastfeeding works. My boss got super awkward. He was still very proud of his idea. And I had to speed walk away because I was uncontrollably laughing at how awkward the situation was. Something like that. I just can't even imagine. Like even me reading that story. I'm like, like so awkward. Can't do it. So yeah, I understand why our submitter here had to speed walk away. That is crazy. But I think this goes back to just keeping things like workplace appropriate too, because obviously what the boss was saying, like, oh, like I just need some sleep. Like that's like workplace appropriate. That's fine. But like taking it that step further, it's just, it's awkward for everyone. No one's had, no one knows how to come back from it and just not appropriate. So steer clear of (laughs) taking conversations a little too far, not fun for anyone, but they do make for good stories on working girl talk Halloween. So we'll see. (laughs) We'll see for next year. So next story from a next story from a Reddit thread, um, from a username called Magnolia 84. Here we go. I was in my office one day with a raging headache. I have a hard time swallowing pills, so I usually pop it in two to three pieces in my mouth and swallow it with multiple drinks of water. I didn't have any water, so I was using my Diet Coke, unaware that this medicine apparently foams when the inside is exposed to something in the soda. So I take a huge drink and there's basically an uncontainable amount of foam in my mouth. I run over to my trash can just in time to see the board of directors walking by on a tour of my building to see me foaming at the mouth and spitting into my trash. So very professional. so funny when I was reading this one I was like dying laughing laughing I can't even imagine that's like something from a movie for sure but gotta do what you gotta do (laughs) next one from a reddit thread from an anonymous person 
I work for a major corporation at its headquarters, which houses several thousand people in a complex consisting of four connected buildings. I put a bag of popcorn in the microwave, set the timer, and walked into the drinking fountain about 20 feet away to get some water while it popped. However, I misjudged the popping time. It wasn't a full-size bag of popcorn. And when I came back, the popcorn was charred. We'd had a popcorn-related fire drill only the week before, and I'd been vocal about how dumb someone had to be to burn popcorn, and karma was here to seek its retribution for my arrogance. Surely enough, the smoke from the bag set off the fire alarm, and all seven floors of the building had to be evacuated to the parking lot. While several fire trucks screeched to the curb to check the building and reset the alarm, we had to stand outside in chilly 40 degree weather for half an hour while I listened to dozens of people complain about the idiot who set off the alarm. It was about four to five years before I revealed that I was the culprit. (laughs) So funny. It reminds me of that office episode when Ryan started the fire with the cheese pita. So that one was way funny to me. And I think that's also a little bit of like everyone's worst fear a little bit too. So way funny. So sorry for this anonymous girl who started the fire, but I'm sure years later, maybe people weren't that upset about it. Last but not least, I have two spooky stories to uh, from my experience that I'm going to share right now. So first is a few weeks ago, actually, my coworker and I were taking, we are office was in a nice area and like it was good weather so we were like, oh, like we'll just go like walk around outside so my coworker and I are like step out of the building to go on a walk outside just get some fresh air and then we hear like this noise because there's a parking lot next to our office we hear like this like splat bang noise like I don't even know how to describe it it's just like something hitting pavement and we look over and there's a guy face flat on the ground we're like wait what just happened like so we both kind of freeze and honestly I feel so terrible but like my first thought was like should we just walk away? Like, I think it's just because like one, I listen to a crime podcast. So I get paranoid. Like what if this guy's faking and he's going to kidnap me? I don't know. But I think it was just the shock of it all. Cause you don't see people just like lying on the ground ever. Like, it's just like a weird out of body experience. Like, ah, like what do I do? So we're kind of just like stunned watching. Then all of a sudden this lady comes running out of nowhere, sprinting toward him. She like flips him over and his face is like, Not to be like, I'm not going to be too in detail, but like his face was kind of bloody because he just fell on his face. So she's like cradling him like, oh, like what's going on? And like now looking back, we're like, okay, maybe she worked in the medical field because she was like way too normal handling all this weirdness. So my coworker and I kind of walk over and I'm like, uh, like, should I call 911? And I've never called 911 before. So this was my first experience because lady was like, yeah, yeah. So I get on 911, no idea what I'm doing. And by this time, a few other business people have kind of walked over like, oh, everything okay. So I have 911 on the phone. And at this point, like everyone's so focused on the guy and my coworker leaves to go get ice. So I'm kind of just like on speakerphone with 911. And the reason why I have it on speaker is because like, I don't know what to tell them. So I'm like hoping some people will contribute, which I feel bad because the operator is probably like, what, like, who is, who's talking to me? What's going on? But so I'm kind of like getting info. Like, oh, like, um, how's, how tall do you guys think he is? Like, and it was so awkward, but eventually like 911 did come really quick. Like the ambulance came, took care of him. It, 
honestly, it just looked like he tripped and fell, but um, he seemed a little out of it. So maybe there was stuff going on before, but it was just the weirdest experience because you're just not expecting to see this whole like situation in the middle of the work day, just like, oh, I'm just going to go on a walk. Like, so it was very strange. And the ambulance took over. I'm like, okay, like what happened? Like, oh, we just saw him fall and, or we heard him fall. And, um, yeah, that's it. Like, we don't really know what's going on there. Okay. And so they start talking to him and we all just kind of like part our ways. And I think I said something like, oh, we like teamwork, like teamwork makes the dream work guys to all these business people randomly. I don't know. But I guess the lesson here is one, like, don't be afraid to call 911. It's not as bad as you think. Two, like, I was kind of worried. I was like, wait, do you charge me for this? And like, I'm just like, so like, I've never called 911. I don't even know. And they didn't. It was fine. If that's ever been a question for you, I might be the only one. And you can just like call, be like one and done, like do your part as like a citizen. And like, they don't really need much info from you after, at least that's what my experience was. So don't be afraid to call 911, not as scary. And I guess we like take some deep breaths and calm down when calling 911, because I think I was kind of freaking out when I had no reason to be like, I was perfectly fine. So kind of keeping that clear and level head. If So if you ever think about there's a question for 911, just do it. So there's my tidbit there, my little life advice. So if you see something crazy, just call 911 and like they'll come and handle it, hopefully. <laughs> and then final story. This is more of one of those interview embarrassing stories. So a long time ago, I was interviewing for a position and I had this notebook and folder with like resumes and all that and like a notebook to take notes. And I had this pen. And so I had it leaning up against me, like kind of holding it, um, like almost like hugging your notebook style. And I had the pen like in my hand as well. So like kind of in that big group of like what I'm hugging, like the folder and the notebook and all that. I didn't realize the pen was clicked to where the ink was out. Like it was like ready for writing. And I didn't realize that. So the whole time, like when I'm like kind of like hugging my notebook in the same hand where I'm holding my pen and I'm like moving around like, oh yeah, like talking, but like kind of like moving it. Cause like you're just standing there like adjusting all that. Like you automatically move that I'm drawing on my shirt the whole time. <laughs> so when I get out of the interview and this is like a long, like hour, like a few hours long interview, like meeting with multiple people. When I get out, I, I don't know if I went to the bathroom or if I just noticed it or if I saw it in the mirror and I was like, what? Like I had like this huge, like pen, like weird circle mark on my shirt. Like almost like as big as a hand and I was like okay well hopefully that was in the last interview and not like in the beginning like I don't even know when this happened in this like multiple hour long interview if that ever happens in the middle and you do notice it I think kind of if you, that's why it's always important and I talked about this on a previous episode to have a blazer or something that we could possibly cover it and then if not hopefully like people understand like things happen not the end of the world. And if it's like truly bad and you want to hide it, like have a folder or a notebook with you to kind of cover it up. So that is my tip there. Hopefully be aware of open pens when you're holding a big pile of stuff. <laughs> so that is it for our spooky story episode today. Hopefully some of these stories made you laugh, made you think, and get you into the spooky season, the spooky spirit of today. Last but not least, I 
urge you to vote for Working Girl Talk for Best Podcast. Once again, the links are at the Instagram bios. And my Friday favorite this week, obviously Halloween. Specifically, if you live in a city next to a Crumble Cookies, they have so many cute Halloween flavors this week. So definitely check them out. Check them out on Instagram. Check them out wherever because their cookies are amazing. So that is it for our show today. Have a spooky and safe Halloween. We'll be back with your regularly scheduled programming with a ton of new interviews. If you've been watching my Instagram stories, you've seen I've been on the interview front lately and it's been awesome. So we'll have some great content in the coming weeks and I will talk to you next Friday. Have a happy Halloween.